Welcome to Gender Meowster Podcast Network. Genderful is a talk show featuring non-binary and trans folks discussing various topics and special interests. We kindly remind our listeners that no person is a monolith of identities. All opinions are the speaker's own. This show airs live on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash gender meowster and VODs with show notes can also be found on YouTube. Hello, my friend, you're here. Hello. I'm so excited to have you on the show. I'm excited too. If I could just bounce around and stim all over just because I'm so thrilled, I just would. But I'm trying to not wreck my desk so we can have this conversation. <laughs> maybe for the best. So maybe let's just start with names and pronouns for those like watching and listening later who don't know who we are. So I'm yes. Gender Meowster and I use they, them pronouns. Uh, I'm Ray. I also go by NoAngel13 on Twitch and most places, and I use they, them pronouns as well. Yay! Oh, all the friends in chat. Hi, all the friends in chat. I'm so happy to see all of you, too. So, everyone, Ray is one of our moderators on the channel. And you I... do such a good job. Oh, thank you. I enjoy moderating. I, I moderate for, I think, seven Twitch streamers now. Yeah. <laughs> You're popular. I, I tell people you're like a cat about town. Yeah. I just imagine I like the, the cats that go house to house and get pets and little snacks and offerings, tributes. That's, that's <laughs> definitely my brand. <laughs> it's so fun. For those that like astrology, what's your sun sign? Aquarius, I think. <laughs> nice. I'm a Leo. I'm a quadruple Leo. Because oh. of course I am. It's so fun. So you told me a fun piece of trivia today. I yes. said, nice shirt, and then you told me about it. Will you tell us again? I did. I made you it made myself. You made it. I did. It's um, so good. Like, is it? Would you call it a Hawaiian shirt? Or it's like a button-up situation? It's a button-up situation. You can't see it all the way down. It's got little uh, pockets as well. But yeah, I just got I got some like proper clothes patterns last year and got some fabric and made myself some things. And this is one of the things I made. That's so great. I set up the filters on my Zoom call so that I could have a beard. Yes. It's a very nice bit. You look very good. <laughs> I feel so handsome. So for no, anyone who's, wow, you grew that beard really fast from that during that scene change for a split second. That's what we did. It's a Zoom beard. It's so fun. Yeah, self-made shirt. Can you believe it? With pockets. Pockets are like everyone's favorite things about clothes. Yeah. Whenever I make, make myself clothes, clothes that are only put, pockets. Yeah, I put pockets in everything I make because it's just the joys of growing up wearing women's clothes where quite often you don't have pockets and yeah it's just oh now i'm gonna just put pockets in everything i have a sewing machine i can make clothes with pockets i love that speaking of all that if you would like to support our guest there is periodically a little guest command that is posting info in the chat you can tip no angel on ko-fi or if you're in the uk and if you're in the uk you can buy a mask there's pride masks yep there's like solid ones. color masks i think i saw rainbow and trans pride are there more oh the rainbow is so I've good got the rainbow ones yeah my green screen is clipping my green screen filter is the clipping green. the green out and it's yeah. non-binary purple color but they're um, so great and that's the tie-dyed trans flag that i did Look at this. i couldn't find trans pride flag fabric it was the right size <laughs> so i just yeah. tie-dyed it 
yeah, and yeah. then I've got other ones that um, I did uh, recently some rainbow space yes rainbow space and so I like cool. these um, like bendy style ones because they're quite good if you wear uh, glasses because you can put the nose bar in yeah to, like, so you can wear glasses, glasses and not fog them up yes that's so great do yeah, the mask I was shipping pockets. them everywhere unfortunately they have little filter pockets so you can put filters in Inside. This is my mischief mustache. Mischief mustache. Yeah, I was originally shipping them internationally, but unfortunately, recent uh, changes in shipping things for like shipping things outside of the UK, it's a whole lot of paperwork to ship outside the country now. So, mm-hmm. yes, even the masks have little pockets. I'm so delighted you're here. I could just cry or shout. I don't know. It's so exciting. I love it. Aww. So, before we get to like, serious things what is yes. your favorite video game right now tell us all about it well, you're responsible for introducing me to it <laughs> yeah. it's, it's still stardew valley <laughs> um, i think you said last time you went on steam it was like oh yeah it's done this many hours so and so it's done that many hours raised on 50 odd hours on stardew valley because yeah um mildly addicted it's fine it's not a problem <laughs> it's so peaceful it's so nice and wholesome. But yeah, I started a second save file because I was just like, I need to do more things and better. So, so yeah. your second or your third? Because there was like the one that we well, played together a little bit and then yeah. you started one and then you just started another one after that? Yeah. Nice. Because <laughs> yes, in the first I've... one, you got married to someone or something, right? Yeah. So now you got to start over and go marry somebody else. Yeah. I'm nearly there. I've I've got him. He's, he's boyfriend now, not just like person annoying with gifts yeah it's a situation <laughs> it's so great yeah uh, i saved it's... the co-op one for if, if i am gonna play with friends so i can have it as a like playing with friends one i love that so much you yes. gotta figure out how to turn the mods off on mine so i don't goof it all, heck it all up for everybody else <laughs> go in the wrong house and crash the game <laughs> yeah i've done that twice now on stream oh no it's... mods and then we'll have to do a modded save and yeah. get a new save that's all mods so we can have all the mods fun. that would be super fun I would love that so yeah. much oh my gosh if anyone wants to play Stardew with us you can also join the discord sometimes we'll ping the Stardew Valley cats in the discord and just be like hey it's a weird time of day we're gonna play video games you wanna come it's so good I love it so much yeah it's a good time so what country do you live in I'm in the USA for people who don't know we just had yes. the terrible holiday with the fireworks that traumatizes everyone. I did not observe the official holiday, and instead, we had queer haircut time and lay around and talk about life time in a very <laughs> unpatriotic nice. way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, I sent money to indigenous people yesterday because that's how I like to celebrate independence is, we shouldn't be here in the first place. Please take my money. <laughs> That's a mood. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. UK based. I live in Northern England at the minute and have for most of my life. <laughs> so yeah, it's we didn't have the the terrible holiday this weekend. We had no. sports ball nonsense instead. Sports ball <laughs> because nonsense. Because the England team are doing well in a competition apparently. So it's like our like my independence from your country question marks. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess it is. Technically, but yeah, it's, it's a whole situation. I want to um, do some sort of, you can't tell me what to do dad joke right here, but I don't remember if dad gives you euphoria or not. Can't tell me what to do, parent. 
Thumbs up. No, that's that's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't plan on having offspring, so I, I have, it's not one I've really considered. Mm-hmm. I think my sibling is considering doing the whole children having thing, so we're going to have to come up with a word for like aunt, uncle, like a non-binary alternative for that, if that happens. Unky for that? Uncle and auntie put together? Yeah. I haven't found one that's like really hit for me yet but we'll cross that bridge if they end up doing that they might change their mind or I don't know we'll see Brackish in the chat adds ankle yes the other inverted one is ankle zonky yeah <laughs> I don't know we might just come up with a, a whole new word a whole new thing or I'll yeah. just be Ray and it'll be fine the <laughs> fork says pibbling parent sibling that's mm. a good one too I've heard that yeah. one I think uh, Mirami I think has also told me pibbling before is yeah. so fun. I think I prefer that to ankle. <laughs> it's so fun. Pibbling yeah. is adorable. I agree. Everyone yeah. everyone loves pibbling. There you go. Yeah, there we go. Maybe we'll go with pib. the consensus. Pib. Like sib is short for sibling, right? Pib, yeah. parent sibling. Pib. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're yeah, going to go see Pib Ray over at this place over here. Yeah, so that cute. could be nice. Cute. I started slouching, so I'm fixing my camera. <laughs> <laughs> Pippling is so adorable. My ankle is visiting for insertication. Oh, you know what? You bring up a really good point, Morgan. We actually have spaces in our Discord that you are a very active mod in, where folks can try on pronouns and names, and I think it's called yep. pron- pronouns tryouts, but you can also try names. It's not only pronouns. Yeah. But yeah, there's just a bunch of questioning channels you can, like, you can come find yourself in the Discord server. It's great. It's one of my humans. That's so rad. I love that so much. Yay. All the humans. Oh, I'm so happy right now. Is there anything else you'd like to do for the tell us a little about yourself question? We've done some cute chatting, but is there anything else you want to share? I do lots of other crafting as well as sewing things. I knit and crochet. I have this crocheted front that I made. What a front? Look at it's the colors. And like it's little um, eyeballs. I made I made one for Hawk's partner Mel that's purple and she called it Stan and she loves it very much and it makes me very happy Stan. that she loves it so much. Uh, and I also do like other stuff like cross stitch. Yeah. That is rad. Look at that. Star Trek, right? Collection. Yeah. Yeah, nice. it's like galaxy Star Trek pattern that I got off Etsy and did and framed. Did you see the um, non-binary representation and trans representation in Star Trek Discovery? I did. Um, so cool. I, I thought it was really nice, and I've always wanted to have more of that stuff in Star Trek. I've been watching Star Trek since I was younger, because my mom was into it. And in the 90s, they were pushing representation with having some like LGB characters, but they didn't have a lot of trans folks or like openly trans characters so this recent series discovery having like actual trans actors playing trans characters has been really nice and yeah excited to see what they do with it because i think they are doing at least another season yeah so i hope so i've been enjoying it so far it's really cool yeah it's so great though all right we have many questions we could go with is there one that you're the most excited about like, do you want to do personal biography type questions or do you want to jump into like UK's things? I don't know. 
It's up to you. But I guess it's like, what would you be more interested talking about it's your show? Maybe we'll just start with how has your relationship to gender evolved over time? Like maybe how did you realize you were some flavor of trans and what exactly, how did you yeah. land on the identity you have today or identities that you have today? And Yeah, so that? like growing up as a teen, I, I realized that I was not straight quite early on. I think sort of 13, 14, realized that, oh, okay, I like girls. That's a thing. Oh, I also like boys. Okay, I guess that's a thing and later on found words for that. I think I settled on bisexual. And then like when I was older, like the university age, found out about queer as a, a term, which I quite liked. Cause it was more like, I don't know, pushing the uh, boundaries of, I, I don't really mind what's in your pants. It's like, I like the person more than like the bits. Mm-hmm. And then I started getting involved in like more LGBTQ groups and like meeting other folks of di- different identities. And I'd not had a lot of education about the various kinds of trans folk that there are. Like, I knew trans folk existed, but only binary people. And I was like, I don't really feel like I'm a boy. So I don't really think that fits for me but never felt quite right as a girl either and then like met some of the like non-binary gender fluid gender queer people and was like oh okay this is a thing that is an option and it was all that led me to realizing oh yeah that's i think i'm that and then yeah settled on like non-binary as a label but like i used to use gender queer for like quite a, a while as well yeah. And then, yeah, I think 2016, I changed my name and started using they, them pronouns. And then, yeah. And so, I think at first I didn't really want to do any medical transition. I was, yeah, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I'll figure it out. And then eventually decided I wanted to start on H- HRT. So tried to get access to testosterone, which I started april last year so yeah i'm just over a year on oh like yeah a year and two months i guess now on uh tea and which has been really cool but it was also a very interesting time to transition yeah. <laughs> when seeing people as much and i wasn't going out as much and it was just it's this side effect because i'm stuck on my own and i can't see people is this because of the testosterone is it both and so that was interesting but it's been nice now i've been able to start seeing people again that they are noticing that my voice is dropped and saying oh your voice is deep in it that's really cool that's mm-hmm. like one of the main things that i wanted from yeah. testosterone but yeah i just... got to see one of my trans masculine friends for the first time in a while yesterday mm-hmm. yeah and i was telling them how their voice sounds deeper than the last time I heard them or saw them in person. And they totally blushed and giggled. They proceeded to just blush and giggle and it was just the most wholesome, cute thing. And that then that's when I started telling them about you and how you were my yeah. guest today. From yesterday was tomorrow, but my guest today. And yeah. I was like, Ray has this wonderful, like velvety voice and I hope you catch the show tomorrow so you can hear their voice because it just sounds so lovely. Oh. No. I also told them that your giggles are my favorite thing ever. I'm glad you enjoyed them. 
I've also been enjoying us like making each other laugh really hard in the server lately. <laughs> yeah, keep posting that's things a good time. Like... Yeah, it's I did so enjoy good. the one of the memes I posted, and then you po commented on it, and you're like, "I'm literally laughing out loud, and I'm in a call with someone, and they're very confused right now, <laughs> and they don't know why." <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. It's yeah. So good. I think it's been a nice thing that's come out of spending more time online, getting to connect with folk and communities that I probably wouldn't have found otherwise. And mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's cool. I started the server because I wanted like a space for people who are trans, especially who were maybe going back to places they had to mask or hide their transness because of social distancing and pandemic and stay home so you don't get sick thing quarantine that's yep. the word and it's that's been such a an incredible year of like people coming together and supporting each other and like i'm in a lot of discord servers and yeah. i haven't seen very many that are as like wholesome and supportive and like very trans as ours there's literally like people will leave the server and i'll do a little like exit survey i'll just follow up and is, did anything go wrong is there any conduct issues we need to be aware of that i just am not aware of and there's been one or two people out of the i don't know however many that have come and gone that have said honestly like it's so trans i don't feel like it's a space that i'm supposed to be in which also makes me a little sad because i'm like oh mm. we're trying to be welcoming to everyone but frankly i would rather the cishets leave than the than the trans, the trans people folk leave. leave yeah yeah so it feels really cool to have a space that's ours Oh yeah, definitely. Like it's great to have that community uh, and that support. And like you said, we had the news area that we've introduced recently. The trying out like different pronouns and different names, and just having that space to be able to try things out and experiment with uh, new things, and have folks drop in and help you figure out. That, that stuff is, is amazing. So good. Yeah. I love that our moderation team is in multiple time zones too. Because mm. I can go to bed at night, or let's be real, in the early morning, because I go to bed at two in the morning, knowing that Ray is now awake. Yes. <laughs> and everything's going to be okay. Yeah. And I watched <laughs> because the. Because someone's the, awake. <laughs> yeah. I watched the server <laughs> during the day for me while you're in bed. <laughs> and then. You all get up, and <laughs> and then I get to bed, and and you're all posting stuff, and I wake up in the morning, and there's all these notifications, and I'm just like, oh, hell. you've all been busy overnight. <laughs> but for you, it's in the day or like evening. Lizzie says, "I love it here, and I'm sis." So there you go. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You're allowed to hang out if you're sis. That's allowed. Yeah. You just gotta respect the I'm trans. Yeah, and we do have lots of folks that come in who aren't trans, who like aren't part of the LGBTQ community, but they're firm allies and friends and supporters and respectful. And like, I hang out a lot on DJ Nerdstream, like doing the board games with him on Sundays, and he's he's such a great pal, and he's he's just a really good ally to to us trans folk that come in and annoy you. There's also a subcategory or sub group of those people who realize they're trans after they've been around a while. Like, <laughs> my favorite thing is all the little eggs that start hatching they're like, so I might be non-binary, so I might use they them pronouns, so I might be plural so yeah. I might have autism or ADHD or some other neurodivergent thing going on. It's so great. I do love that. 
It's, great. it's like my favorite thing. It's joke, kind of we've fun. joked that we should rename it like Meowster's Hatchery or something. <laughs> yeah, hatching old... all the eggs. <laughs> but I mean, that's like I was saying, like how I realized that I was a non binary was just by hanging out with other trans people and realizing that their experiences or their sort of feelings about gender overlapped with mine and having a, a name for what I felt. Yay! Morgan's joined the server. No. Now you can join um, the shenanigannery. <laughs> shenanigannery. But yeah, and it's just having that sort of, having the language to uh, understand what you are as well. You don't get taught about trans folk in school generally, or at least I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. No. And it's, we, we weren't even allowed to be taught about gay people when I was at school. I'm not sure about, like how much you're aware of UK law, but during my school years, there was a law that meant that it was illegal for teachers to even talk to you about LGBT issues, like anything at all. And it was just like, oh, wow, that's why I know absolutely nothing about my community as an adult, like without having done all my own sort of research, because they just did they weren't allowed to teach it at school and yeah that didn't get taken out until like early 2000s i don't think which is very recent yeah can you tell us a bit more about what it's like being non-binary and trans in the uk like now more contemporary yeah yeah so uh, i think it's obviously our verbal uh, yeah, content, content warning. warning transphobia because... and trans medical care content warning yeah unfortunately the uh, the uk government is is hecking transphobic and has with the media wound up this frenzy of like gender critical people basically like like a bunch of folk who don't agree that the trans people are who we say we are and don't want us to have access to bathrooms to changing facilities to all this stuff so it's been difficult like i think on a personal level there's lots of people who are quite accepting of trans folk to me on a personal day-to-day -day thing but then you read the news and it's just all this hate that's coming at, at you and a lot of it is targeted at uh, trans women specifically but then we recently there was a recent petition to the government to ask them to make non-binary folks like legally recognized so we could have like non-binary options on like government forms and stuff because mm -hmm. uh, at the minute it's just you get the two boxes and that's it and they basically said, no, we, we don't want to do that. It's too complicated to have you be a legal thing, which too is frustrating. complicated is such an underwhelming answer. Yes, it was very underwhelming. I wasn't surprised because, yeah, the government's track record so far has been not good. But yeah, it was like, at least if we can get them to talk about it, then that's something. But yeah. And then, yeah, just like underfunding trans healthcare, like a lot of the so like in the uk at least a lot of our healthcare is done through the nhs mm -hmm. which is free so it means you don't have to pay you don't have to have insurance to get mm -hmm. access to healthcare but if you want access to trans healthcare you have to get referred through a gender identity clinic or the gic mm -hmm. and there's only i think there's only five or six in the whole country and they've all got 
massive waiting lists. Like I got referred to the one that's in the city that I live in mm-hmm. October 2018. I am still on the waiting list. It's been like nearly three years. Yeah, nearly three coming years. Up, coming up on three years. Yeah. Wow. Um, like I only just, managed just to get... get a consult. Yeah, that's just to talk to someone. That's not even yeah. to get any. And then they can turn around to you and say, "Oh, okay. Yeah, you're not like the right." trans enough person we're gonna just not treat you like you can go yeah. and do your assessment and then they can just be like yeah no do be they gone. follow wpath standards i don't know if it varies from clinic to clinic but i from what i've heard some of the clinics can be quite not great and especially for non-binary people like they seem to want folks to be doing the binary shift and well, and, and WPATH 7 is very binary. I've heard rumor mm-hmm. that WPATH 8 is going to have more non-binary representation and options. Mm-hmm. So once that gets published, then there's the cascade of insurance companies have to then say, okay, we're updating what we'll accept, mm-hmm. and then providers can offer it. It's mm-hmm. We're a couple years out. Yeah. It's a whole time. Yeah. It's a whole time. It's a whole time. I was quite lucky that I have a friend who... They access testosterone through a slightly different route, which is also through the NHS, but not via the GIC, Mm. which is how I managed to get access to that without having to wait for the... Yeah. um, Yeah. Are you allowed to talk about it or is it sneaky and you shouldn't dox yourself? It's not not super sneaky, but I got referred to an endocrinology clinic that's based out of Harrogate Hospital. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's basically this endocrinologist and his team who see like a whole bunch of trans folk mostly trans masculine people i think because testosterone is quite a lot more difficult to medicate like yourself than estrogen because mm-hmm. you can't just get it because it can be used for like steroids and all that sort of stuff mus- muscle growth and all that for sports yeah. or whatever so it's a um, thing like... happening in the olympics right now yeah, it like, is. Calm down. Let's try it. It's fine. But you like the people that they've banned aren't even trans folks. They're just not anyway. But yeah, yeah. It's just a whole. It's time. racism. It's just blatant. It's racism. a whole. It's it is racism. It's just blatant racism. <laughs> it is yeah. very blatant racism when it's like all the people that are getting banned are people of color. I don't feel like it's my place to talk about that as a white person. <laughs> like as much as I'm very angry about it. I don't know. I feel like it's like when someone misgenders you and a cis person stands up for us and is like, yeah, that's not their pronouns. Mm, There's like yeah. a relief in that. It's like, oh, I don't have to fight the good fight this second. Mm, yeah, someone else is helping point. with it. And it's like the overlapping of like racism and transphobia is well documented, I think. And them sort of pulling the, oh, we don't want uh, trans folk who have a biological advantage taking all the medals off the cis women as a shroud for their racist nonsense yeah because i'll tell you what my wife is a trans Mm. woman and she's she talks about it very openly which is why i feel okay disclosing this but like hers her physical strength and muscle mass has gone down since she started estrogen yeah like you you do lose the strength you had when you were guy mode if you're a trans woman like you lose oh yeah definitely you yeah. lose it for real. So it's, I don't know. I don't know. I think it should be like weight class instead of gendered. Yeah. All sports should just be like wrestling. 
<laughs> weight class and any gender can compete. Because there's yeah. more than two genders. So there's no, if there's a boys team and a girls team, where'd all the non-binary pals go? <laughs> to yeah. the theater, that's where we go. Yeah, I I was going to say I'm not very good at sports, but I, I do not like those kind of sports. <laughs> Some other sports you're good at? Pole is a sport. It is a, it's hard work. It, it is, but it's not one that features in the Olympics. So, funnily it's enough. Totally, it's totally a sport. Is there, do they, okay, does, does pole dancing have moves that have names? If so, which one is your favorite one? Uh, they do have names, but they often differ. Like, sometimes you'll go to a different place and they'll have a different name for the same move. Okay. So I don't know if they'll translate across the pond, so to speak. Sure. But I think the one I did quite recently was called a broken doll. And it's because the position you end up in, you look like a broken doll. And it was quite tricky. And I'd seen other people do it and I'd not. I was just like, oh, wow, that looks that looks hard. And then I did it. I was yeah, very you pleased. did. That's so. so rad. Have you ever considered doing other, I want to call them circus arts, like the rope climbing and tumbling stuff that people can do? And yeah, I don't know. There's cool aerial arts you can do, silks and ropes and whatever. Oh, there's all sorts. Yeah. Like some of the pole pals I have do like silks, do like a hoop thing. Mm -hmm. One of my friends has got this like lollipop that's like a circle on a stick. <laughs> And she does stuff on that, and it's yeah stuff that I would definitely like to try out. But it's just I enjoy pole, and I wanted to get to a point where I was like decent enough at that before I started looking at everything else. And then lockdown and pandemic things happened, yeah. and it's been like uh, I've only sort of recently been able to get back to going to the studio and practicing outside my house. Yeah. Yep. So. It's and I was very lucky in the fact that when they announced our sort of quarantining stuff in the UK, could afford to buy myself a pole for my house. So I've got a pole at home, so I could keep practicing. But it's it's difficult to learn more stuff. Yeah, maybe you can watch um, some like YouTube videos or something, but yeah. you can only get so far with that. Yeah, I know some folks were doing like virtual classes and stuff, but I found it quite difficult to follow on with those. And so, yeah, just kept practicing and stuff I knew. And when I had the mental capacity to do, because it's been a time. It's totally been a time. I'm so grateful for our community. Oh, yeah. And Def loving each other through the time that we've all been having with yeah. everything happening in the world. Oh, yeah. Like, I couldn't have got through this past like year or so without the like, folks that I've found through Twitch and one of my friends started posting streaming like quite early on and joined in with that and then you know like slowly discovering more different people as you do like you like raid into someone new and mm -hmm. oh yeah this is a cool person I like their vibe and mm -hmm. follow them and before you need an extra stream screen so you can like have all the screens up and this so is why I've got two screens. How long have you been on the Twitch platform? <laughs> do you think like a well, year or much more or? yeah i think hawk started streaming sort of march april last year and that's when i started like they like messaged me and they're like oh, i'm going to be doing this thing on twitch if you want to like hop in and we can hang out and chat and because like, i knew them from the real world <laughs> Ooh, irl yeah we met i think we met through through Twitter, and but the, we did actually meet up in real life in 2019. Nice. And we've been good friends for a while. And they were Aww. like messaging, they messaged me and they were like, Oh, do you want to pop in? 
and hang out and then yeah all went all went up from there I just give Hogwarts a shout out yeah since you're talking about does Hogwarts use he they pronouns do I remember that correctly yes and we've got a question from uh, Capybara posted in chat yeah, so the question is, how can we as trans folks outside the UK help the effort to support UK trans folks to gain more rights and recognition? I guess talking about the issues, I don't know how much awareness like folks outside the UK have of the situation here. I know I've so seen jokes online of, oh yeah, UK being the turf island, which is painfully true <laughs> sometimes, but it feels like it. But yeah, like I've been sharing some of the petitions and stuff in the Discord, so sharing those and hopefully being able to reach more people within your circles because you know, there's always going to be like a mix of folk and yeah just being there for each other and being you know supportive and i know that american trans folk also have lots of their own sort of issues and battles to fight as does as do folks in other places around the world and we've all got to be there for each other and listen to each other venting about our various struggles and fights and there's, there's a limited amount you can do i don't even know like how much organizing we can do within the uk at the minute because everyone's been so broken up and <clears throat> not been able to come together in the way that we might usually do because of uh, the situation so it's yeah it's difficult yeah yeah i try to provide as much like emotional support as possible that's as a like disabled person with limited income personally that's what i have to give yeah yeah and if you have trans folks who have like surgery gofundmes or hrt gofundmes that are going share those in your circles and if you can donate our cures put uh, if you're in a money um able like to share person the good law project gendered intelligence transmedia watch and there are lots of other like no like local groups but those are just a few that can be supported or yeah support directly to trans folks who are raising money for surgeries or hormones here also adds a big plug for what the trans podcast which is amazing no. I'll add Thank you, sweetie. Too. So that brings up a thing. So mm-hmm. Kira is one of your partners, I think, right? That is correct. Do you want to talk about how pandemic has impacted your life as a poly person? Yeah, it's it's been a challenge. We had, I think we had about three months of quite strict lockdown in the UK. So it was, I live on my own. I don't live with any of my partners. Some of my other partners live with their metamors, which is like a polyamorous term for their like partners that partners, but you're not dating. So like some of them are already like in established housing situations where they have a nesting partner that they live with. So it, that makes it difficult to be able to be like i'm just gonna see you and because you want to try and limit the we i was really trying to limit the amount of people i was seeing so as to not um spread any germs to anyone mm-hmm. because at least one of my partners is uh, sort of classes more 
like vulnerable group for COVID because she's got like health issues. One of my other partners works in healthcare, so they're like coming into contact with a lot of people some of whom might also be like high risk people really don't want to give them any germs and yeah so it it became a point of having to choose a person like once they said like oh we're going to introduce this thing called like a a social bubble so if you live on your own you can like team up with someone else who lives on their own and be like your own little situation mm-hmm. So it was a, a choice of who am I going to go with? And it's a not very fun position to be in when you don't want to prioritize one person over another person because it's not fair. But also, like, for my own mental health, I had to do, I had to pick someone because three months on my own of no, like, no contact at all, no contact with anyone, like, no physical contact and no, like, face to face contact was if I went to the shops to get some food. And that was mm-hmm. like seeing people in a shop with face masks on and that's it. Yeah. Like when the longest conversation you have in an entire week is with the postal person who's brought you a package, that's like the longest you feel in like face. days and days without hearing your own voice. Yeah. yeah. Like I'd be able to do online stuff, but it's not really the same as being in person with someone. Yeah. So yeah, when that got lifted, I then had to make a decision on who I was going to team up with. And one of my partners lives on their own, so we both bubbled, mm-hmm. just the two of us. So then I got to at least, like, hug people again. Yeah. But just her, so it was just, like, one person. Yeah. You know, um, to give hope to folks, like, j- this weekend is the first time I've seen folks in person and had them over to my house, because we're all, like, fully vaccinated, two weeks post, nobody's got any symptoms, And we kept trying to like do like plan, let's play board games, let's do a thing, let's do an activity. And honestly, just the joy of talking and Mm -hmm. sharing a meal and being close is enough. Like we don't need all this other stuff. And like yesterday, I spent the entire day just like on the couch taking turns cuddling my different friends that were here. There was was just three friends. It's not a a wild party. It's just three people. But just like happy little cuddle puddle on the couch and like head scratches. And it was just like the best yeah. ever like I've been staying up till 3 or 4 in the morning the last 3 nights because I've just been so heckin delighted just being around people I yeah. love my wife and I still love her company a year into pandemic and she's the only person I've been around consistently this whole time I still yeah. totally love her adore her everything but it's nice to talk to other people whose brains do other things because I've it's to the point where like my wife and I are having the same conversation every day because we just talk <laughs> every day all the time and so it's yeah. it's nice to talk to someone else and have a surprising reaction that I, that I can't <laughs> predict <laughs> oh it's so there's just like long hugs and crying it's just all long hugs and crying and the social norm in my brain is like, you're only supposed to hug for a couple moments and you read their body language and if they let go, you let go too or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's we're just like two, three minute hugs and just tears down the face. That's that's what this weekend has been. And it's just so beautiful. And everyone's trans. So we're all like, we've made it a couple more steps on our journey and we look different and we sound different and it's really yeah. cool. And one of my one of my friends is, a, is several months ahead of me in the like being on HRT journey and is also a curvy bean and it's I'm going to be as handsome as you one day and it's just so cute and wholesome and great and we also both do puns and dad jokes so everyone else rolls their eyes at the two of us both being like 
the trans, like, we're going to have beards and be wholesome and make puns and wiggle our eyebrows and drink cold brews in the morning. It's so great. (laughs) It's so hard. It's my favorite thing ever. Yeah. So I haven't slept enough in days. (laughs) I've been busy loving people instead. It's the best. Yeah. It is. It is the best. And it's... Oh. I managed to, like, actually hang out in a garden and hug some of my other partners like a couple of weekends ago and it was just like oh wow yeah it's it's a whole it's a whole new world and we're having to learn how to socialize again and like the social contact like exhaustion is so it's like we wear out faster we don't have the stamina we used to like everyone at different points each of the days this weekend has had to leave the room and go take a nap because the social mm-hmm. contact is so different from what we've all gotten used to. It's, I need to go turn off all the stimulation and lay in a dark room for a while and come back later. It's just so great. And like my brain yeah. can't even handle the amount of everything that's happening. So someone asked a wonderful fluffy question while you were gone. What kind of tea mm-hmm. do you drink and how do you prepare it? I I usually drink Earl Grey, as Kara's put in chat. And I always have it black because I just can't be bothered to faff about trying to get plant-based milks to not separate in my tea and i yeah i usually just put the if i'm just doing a cup for myself i'll just put a tea bag in the cup and put the hot water in and leave it for a minute and take the tea bag out and then drink it Uh, if you leave the bag in too long it gets bitter you get tannins (laughs) yeah yeah so i try not to leave it in too long uh, because i don't like it when it's very bitter yeah it's either that or coffee, which I also usually drink black. It is a very important British question. <laughs> we get very weird about tea. And I don't, like, some people get weird about, like, oh, do you put the milk in first? Do you put the water in first? And I'm just like, eh, I always drink mine black anyways. So it doesn't really matter. I like to think I'm less high-strung about tea than some British people. But I usually get the, like, the Twinings one mm-hmm. in in response to the brand. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. the like the good stuff, not the like s- supermarket own brand cheap ones. Nice. I don't allow myself many expensive like brand things. So it's like, you ever do loose tea. leaf or do you mostly do tea bags? I have done loose leaf. I need to get more like strainers and stuff so I can have more loose leaf stuff. There's a cafe that's not far from where I live that does like a lot of really nice like fruity loose leaf teas that they make and sell and they're always really nice so i do want to get stuff i live i live in the pacific northwest of usa and we have all of these like indie tea shops with all the loose leaf and the Mm -hmm. thing it's a whole thing and there's one that does this like lavender earl gray Mm. i've also had a chocolate earl gray and um, yeah special local blends yeah so yeah if if you ever for some reason end up in this region of the world let's go have tea in a fancy tea shop and pretend we're bougie or something for an hour or two yeah that sounds (laughs) nice i would definitely like to do i feel like at this point i need to do like a worldwide trip to see all my new twitch pals but there are definitely folks that i want to hang out with when it's when it's a thing that i can do safely it's just yeah yeah and there's still i think plenty of travel restrictions in place and stuff yeah 
Here's, is there anything else you wanted to say about navigating trans healthcare in the UK or do you feel like you covered that already? You definitely talked about chunks yeah. of it. I don't know if there's more that might have got missed. I think I covered most of it. And if there's any, if there are any folks who are UK based and early on in their transition, I'm always happy to talk directly to you about any sort of you know, like concerns you have, any issues you have. I guess if there are also like any transmasculine folks who are UK based who know like good top surgeons because <laughs> that might be a thing that I decide to do and it's probably going to be before I get to the top of the queue for the GIC so I'm probably going to have to do a like private situation and it's like having the spoons to research who's good, who's not, whose techniques are good that I want that suit what I want and it's the whole time. So this is a possible silly question and you can decide to not answer it. Yep. So content warning for more trans medical body things, but what do you think about the nipples versus no nipples question when you have top surgery? If I get it done, I'm definitely having no nipples. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> nice. I spent all these years having to cover my nipples up because the, the wrong nipples. And if uh, I was yeah. going to get the, if I was going to get top surgery, I would definitely just be no nipples and then i don't have to worry about it yeah uh, and i don't know i guess it'll be i've got fancy nipple covers like pasties and stuff mm -hmm. certain events where you want to be covered up in certain bits but not in uh everywhere else <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Um, i've been thinking um, it'd be fun to have no nipples but then get mm. like roses purple roses mm. tattooed where nipples yeah, that's so then I don't have nipples, but I have tattooed on nipples, but they're not like the tattoo nipples that look very mm. much like nipples, but it's like a rose. But if you're not paying enough attention, you don't notice it. It's like a Easter egg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that that could be fun. I was also thinking I've got these fancy like pasties and stuff. I could just stick them on where my nipples would be if I want to be like, ah, I'm... I'm feeling Ooh, fancy. I want to be sparkly. You're missing out on secret mysteries. It, it gives me. It gives you options, doesn't it? And then you can just be shirtless and not get shouted at. Yeah. Because that that would be nice. But yeah, yeah I'm still trying to decide on that sort of if I want to get it done because it's a lot of prep beforehand to make sure I'm going to have help. Yeah. People are saying delightfully saucy things in chat too. It's uh, you have a you have a fan club. They were saying earlier, oh, what did they call you? The, the Radiant Constellation or the Radiant Collection? Oh, they were saying that they all collectively can be the Radiant Collection. Lovely humans. I'm very lucky. I feel very lucky and very well loved because I do have a bunch of folks like who decide that I'm cool enough today and and spend an, a lot of time with and. Uh, it's you know and they're all lovely trans yeah all my current partners are also trans folks at the minute so it's like we're all different like genderful beings just loving each other and it's great i love that so much i was i was i don't even know how many times we said this but as i as i was telling you i was hanging out with those friends and we mm. just sat around and talked about how hot trans people are for at least an hour Different, yep. just all the trans people, all the different ones. We're just like, everyone is just so hot. It is. And not in a summer I mean, way. Just like, no. we're just all so hot. It's great. Yeah. 
I think it's also just having that shared experience and having the sort of, even if you're different flavors of trans folk, it's the understanding that you get from that, that you don't always get with cis folk as much. Like I have dated cis people in the past and it's it has been nice and it has been not so nice at times. And it's, I think when you're just dating other trans people, it, it removes a lot of the having to go through the basics of can we not use these terms for these areas please and all that fun stuff <laughs> and having to explain why that's a thing that we need to talk about yeah yeah so one of the one of the questions that we have here is are folks close to accepting close to you accepting of your gender which you're alluding to a little bit here yeah, I'm, like my current partners are all like, like I said, a trans folk, and they're all very accepting. I also feel quite lucky in that my parents, my biological parents, are uh, also very accepting of my situation. I think my mom was a bit confused uh, when I first came out, and she struggled with the name change, and she's she still occasionally misses the pronouns a bit, but she does try. And mm-hmm. they've they've been like really good at like when I said like oh can you not get me like birthday cards with like daughter on anymore and stuff like that and yeah I I also have a younger sibling and they've been really really great about it like when I said oh can can we go to sibling for a for a thing instead of like sister and stuff and now every time they message me hey sib how's things hope you're doing well and it's just nice and uh, but yeah i think it's work's been odd because like i started a new job in march this year and then started going into the office and meeting people and they're obviously like now my voice has dropped mm-hmm. they're all like oh this is a person whose name is like more assumed to be a man's name i don't know why people assume raise a man's name i think they assume i think they think some people assume it's short for raymond or anyways and then they hear the deep voice and they're like oh that's that's a man and then it's okay but also not that (laughs) actually this other thing over here and it's like it's it's weird because it's like all the previous like social things i've been like coming into previously like obviously before i started testosterone and before my voice dropped people would see me and be like ah yes woman shaped person because boobs and hips and all that stuff and all all the curves and stuff yeah yeah and then even like when i was like going out wearing like really like masculine presented clothes like full suit with a binder on and everything i don't know if it's just like the higher pitched voice or what but yeah it's still always just like you're a girl you're a girl and it's just like so it's been interesting to go into a space and be assumed the gender the other way um, and it's been a sort of refreshing um shift but it's also still okay when do i have the conversation mm-hmm. <laughs> when do we sit the cis people down and have the talk about the genders things because it's yeah it's i've got my pronouns in my email signature but i don't think anyone reads that <laughs> Yeah. Whenever uh, I've been learning, like in social situations, anytime you would say your name, mm-hmm. like my name has become longer. It's my name and my pronouns. Mm-hmm. It's the whole set. Like yeah. it's not name. It's name and pronouns. Like no space is one word. Name and pronouns. Mm. And then I don't know. 
So hi, dental hygienist. I'm gender master. I use they, them pronouns. It's just, it's yeah. been interesting to like program that little routine into my head so that I can tell people. Yeah. That's the other interesting thing about starting this job was because when I started, I was doing, I've been doing like a mix of in the office and working from home. I haven't met all my colleagues straight away in person. Yeah. Some of them, I, I was in the office last week and met someone I hadn't met in person until now. Like, and I've been working there since March. Yeah. Because we've just not bumped into each other when we've been in the office. <laughs> it's so weird because we've communicated over email. So they've seen my name written down and then they like, meet me and it's, oh, hello. You're this mm -hmm. young man that's just joined us. And I'm like, goodness. I <laughs> God, I wonder if people will ever figure out the non-binary no longer binary gender options yeah i i don't it's yeah i think it's like for when you're like going into maybe more specifically lgbtq spaces like there's it's more of a thing of don't assume someone's gender or pronouns before but oh we got a jonas we did being raided Welcome in, Raiders. We're recording a podcast, so that's probably all we'll say to you for now, but glad you're here. <laughs> Hi, friends. Especially since it's Jonas, and that might be <laughs> how we met. I think is that it how is. we met? Was it in Jonas's so. stream? Was I like, who is this cool person who's always in Jonas's stream? <laughs> yeah, I think Jonas might have raided you a few times, and that's how I got to see your stream. And was like oh okay this is a person that i want to spend more time with also just take a minute and swoon over one how great jonas's voice acting slash singing is and yes. two how cute mary and jonas are when they do things together yes so Very cute. cute i remember a time it was like two in the morning or something here and y'all were doing some sort of early morning discord hangout thing <laughs> and i like oh, yeah. rolled into jonas's discord and was like hey y'all and you're like the one american is here this is cool i was very giddy so i don't think so i'd good. spoken to you at <laughs> yeah. all like one-on-one -on -one yeah 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 outside of being in twitch chat and being like hi <laughs> yeah yeah uh, that's probably the first time i heard your lovely voice it's so lovely thank you Seriously, though, your voice is like transition goals. Like, I hope my voice one day is as velvety and wonderful as yours. Yeah, Ray's laugh is the best, Mary. You're correct. <laughs> so sweet. Oh, dear. But yeah, they are, they are definitely a lovely couple. And Jonas is a really nice person who it's just introduced me to even more cool people, including yourself. Very grateful to him and his, his things. Yeah, it's, this is the thing of Twitch you can discover new people and then you're like oh wow this person's awesome totally look at what morgan did no what a pal cutie no so cute we talked a little bit about people at work being weird about your gender but let's mm. talk about the opposite can you share a moment or some examples of gender euphoria like where are times that either you just within yourself felt affirmed in your non-binary gender or like socially felt affirmed or both? Yeah. You were mentioning earlier about getting a haircut and it's always like when I have a fresh, when I have a fresh haircut, I'm always just, oh yes, this is a good time. It's a nice time. And also dyeing my hair, like all various colors, like it's like 
bluey greenish at the minute but it's been all sorts it's been purple it's been more like red greens blues and all sorts and i like doing those sort of different things switching it up and that's quite mm-hmm. fun but yeah and just it has been nice to be able to just go out and get gendered in a way that's not 100% like but also not being seen as a girl all the time has been mm-hmm. really good um but yeah I do, I do like it when getting to see people again and them saying oh your voice is really deep and cool and nice and I'm just like oh thank you it makes me all like giddy and happy and yeah and it's just a, a nice time but yeah it's like it's just weird how you can just find euphoria in something as like simple as getting a, a good haircut or wearing like I wore a binder to the office the other day and I was just like walking around like in my t-shirt this is just ah oh, so nice so yeah it's and I've seen your things. I've seen your gender presentation vary day to day are there mm. like different outfits that give you euphoria and do you you know is there some element of gender fluidity to your gender presentation oh yeah definitely Uh, you've got got, like the cat wings or the eye wings going on a little bit right now plus the button-up hawaiian shirt situation i love doing sometimes when i go out for like a fancy thing i'll do like full face of makeup and then like very mask clothes or like any just like mix it up a bit or have a shirt and then a skirt and just have now sort of all the just all the different clothing options but I, I do wearing dresses and makeup and being sparkly and glittery and all that fun stuff and that that can also bring me euphoria it's just yeah it does shift I think it shifts still I think I go through periods of being like oh no, no I'm really in a sh- suit mood or I really want to be like flat boy mode wearing wearing my binder and wearing stuff that's sort of like more like button ups and then have oh yeah no I want like floaty dresses and so yeah it's it shifts so for the the pride party you had this video that was like edited really well of your pole dancing and you had different outfits that were matchy but also Mm -hmm. some of them felt like they were different genders do you want to talk at all about those different outfits you were wearing yeah so i have a few different like sets for my like pole things but i think the ones that i wore for the video i had um, a black and purple set it's like mostly black and it's got like little bits of like purple trim on it and i i I think that was one of the first sort of like matching sets got because it's i like black and i like purple so (laughs) it's just like that'll do so I had that on for one of the bits that, like, I just filmed, like, a bunch of stuff. I think I had a, a day or so where I was just like, okay, I'm going to do an hour or two. <laughs> filmed some bits, had a break, had a shower, and then came back and was like, oh, it'd be fun to do like, an outfit change. <laughs> so then I had the, like, I think it was the white, it's like snake print uh, fabric and the rainbow socks, which you were very much enthused by. <laughs> I love the rainbow socks. Yeah, really cool. I was just like, I've got to get more gay in because it's it was like the original thing that I filmed it for was an LGBTQ showcase. So I'd got like these rainbow lights on my back wall and then I was like, I need to get more rainbows in somewhere. <laughs> so I put the socks on, mostly because the shoe, my pole shoes dig in a bit if I'm not wearing socks with them. And then I didn't end up wearing the shoes for like half of it because my feet were just like... 
No more. <laughs> They're like mega platformy too. They're those are big shoes. They are. Like and... how are they not breaking their ankles with these magnificent <laughs> shoes? It's like incredible. Practice a bit. I've I have practiced in the shoes like a, f- a reasonable amount. I should probably practice in them more. I got them just because they're shiny. So shiny. Koto524 asks, have you ever gotten involved or more involved in specific hobbies because you find euphoria in them? It's, it's, I was. I think I was nervous coming into poll because I was worried that it was going to be a very gendered thing with like most of the folks doing it are women. And I was a bit worried that I'd get to the studio and the instructor would be like, hey girls, hey ladies, hey whatever, and using very female gendered terms. So like, I messaged the woman who runs the studio that's near where I live and was like, look, I'm thinking about coming, but I'm non-binary and I I don't want to end up like in a space where you're using lots of gendered terms and that would make me feel comfortable uncomfortable like having to you know engage with that and either correct you or deal with being like misgendered and she came back to me and she was really positive and she was like i've never been i don't use gendered terms in my classes like for the group and if you just let me know like what what pronouns you want to use and all that sort of stuff then we can like i'll make sure we're using the right ones and they've been really great and very accepting and like all the regulars now know me and my pronouns and my situation and they're all just cool (laughs) so I think it's been like I wouldn't have I don't think I would have stayed involved in it if it had been like very hey gals let's go do this sort of like situation which I don't I can't really say for the studios because like I've only really been to the one that's near my house (laughs) there might be other places that are more sort of yeah ladies let's get our pole on sort of situation Mm -hmm. which would not be a fun time for me but then like I've managed to meet other like non-binary people who do it like the person who organized the um, showcase that I was in they are another non-binary person who does pole stuff and they're super cool and they were like oh, I'm doing this thing I was talking to them about it and I was like yeah it sounds really cool I just don't really feel like I'm experienced enough to do it because I've only been doing pole for like a year and a bit and they're like yeah but just apply for it it'll be fine and then I applied for it and then got in and I was like now I need to do this thing and it was really good fun I'm glad I did it but yeah being and now I've started on testosterone yeah and my muscle gains have gone so i'm all like strong the gun show strong love it strong. so strong and you got I've cool got, tattoos i've got like muscles here yeah that, that right goes here. yeah up to your neck yeah it's it's like just ridiculous i was just like whoa i suddenly got like muscles and put on a shirt that i've not worn for a bit and the arms are tight and i'm like oh okay <laughs> that happened Oh, a problem I've never experienced before. <laughs> it's just, okay, that's new. So yeah, it's uh, like... Good thing know, to tailor. It's, it's difficult to let clothes out, that's the problem. I can take yeah. them in, so letting them out is, is more difficult. <laughs> I think I might have to give that shirt away. Yeah, that's fine. What if you just added a little panel under here? So then mm. there's a funny little thing, but you don't see it most of the time because it's like in your armpit yeah, and underneath. Under I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Or you could just sleeveless and just show your guns oh, off all yeah. the time. Just cut the sleeves off. 
That's yeah. the best solution. <laughs> it's a solution. It may not be the solution, but it is at least a solution. <laughs> Guess it took. Damn. <clears throat> I came up with a question for you while we've been talking. Okay. You didn't know this one was coming. Mm. Again, any question, if you're like, I don't want to talk about it, we don't have to. But so regarding like gender and polyamory, what have you noticed anything about do you take on different gender roles or different gender presentations in different partnerships? If you're dating a trans woman versus a non-binary person versus maybe a trans man or whoever you might be dating, do you notice that you there is a bit of fluidity in the different ways you approach those different relationships? I don't think so. I think like I'm always quite fluid in uh, my sort of day-to-day. -day. So if I'm hanging out with a partner like one day, I might be more masculine feeling... And then, then I might also hang out with them when I'm in a sort of more femme headspace at another point. So I think it can, like, it shifts for me. I might have periods of being more, like, masculine feeling or, like, more femme feeling. Mm -hmm. But they just come and go as they come and go. And my partner's just, oh, okay, raising a dress today. And they compliment me on my dress. And it's nice. And they like my makeup <laughs> and it's nice and I, I think that a lot of like the folks that I'm dating at the minute like again them all being trans and on the uh, in the sort of like nebula of different trans possibilities get that sometimes I'm gonna just show up and be wearing a binder and wearing a shirt and then they can you know be like oh you're you're so handsome and your muscles and no and then I can show up in a dress and all sparkly and then, oh, you're so pretty and your muscles are new. Because <laughs> they all seem very giddy about the muscles. Yeah. Which is nice. <laughs> well, you're a very swoonable being in general. No. I'll just, I'll let the chat know this is our, our last call for AMA questions, but I have one, one more question that I came up with for you. Okay. Yeah. Is there anything that you would like to make sure folks know about your perspective on gender and non-binary and trans issues? I think it's everyone's got their own sort of experience of it. And when people, I think most like cis folks specifically, but like I've been in positions before where someone's been like, oh, how do all non-binary people feel about their gender? And it's like, I can't speak for other non-binary people because there's lots of them. <laughs> and they all have different feelings about their gender. And yeah. I think it's just like, for me, it's been a journey of figuring out that from feeling like I wasn't quite a hundred percent a woman to figuring out that there was this other option that I could just be not either and recognizing those sorts of shifts in how I feel and even sometimes it's sort of like you use clothes to to decorate yourself to signal to the world this is who I am and playing around with that and like I said like playing with wearing very masculine coded things but then lots of makeup or you know, like high heels whatever and wearing a dress and Doc Martens and all those all those fun things it's uh it's it's, it's a fun time to be able to mess around with the established gender roles and gender norms and be like this is what society wants you to do and I'm going to not do that and just sort of leaning into being a bit of a like chaotic being 
be the cryptid you want to see in the world. <laughs> yes, be the cryptid you want to see in the world. So good. I love that it's my so much. Binary mood. <laughs> I love it so much. Let's yeah, let's talk about some resources cross promo for those who maybe joined the stream since we began. So you shared this quick and easy guide to they them pronouns by Archie yes. Bon Giovanni and Tristan Jimerson. I'm gonna plunk this in the Twitch chat for those who are here live with us. Yeah, I found this useful when when talking like with my mom specifically, but also with like work colleagues and stuff in the past. Like for folks who, especially maybe people of like older generations who haven't had a lot of dealings with non-binary people and don't really know how to deal with someone who's using they them pronouns i found this to be quite helpful it's like a really nicely illustrated little book and it's quite cheap to get a hold of like i think they the um, authors said they specifically priced it like quite low so people could afford to get like multiple copies if they needed to give them to family members give them to friends and as much as non-binary people shouldn't have to do the legwork on making sure their pronouns get respected i think like sometimes if you want to try and have someone stay in your life and have them stick around and they want to do the they want to be respectful but they don't really know how uh, mm. this can be like a helpful resource to give them this book and be like go away read this digest it and then come back and and we'll go from that. And it, it did really help with my mom because she she was really struggling when I first came out and kept messing up my pronouns a lot. And it was just like, Mom, I love you, but please try harder. <laughs> yeah. So I just posted this a guide that you were talking about in our mm -hmm. Solidarity Resources channel, and gave you credit for sharing the resource. Oh. No. Thank you, Pal. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's. And there's, there's, there'll be other things around the internet that, that you can find, I'm sure, but that's one I came across. The, I did find it quite useful in that discussion. Awesome. Yeah. And our dear friend, Trans Griffin, has went and retrieved all the links to all the things that Kira <laughs> mentioned. So oh. I've just plunked all of that in the chat for y'all. These will also all be in the show notes. So once this is on YouTube and on podcast, you can get these there as well. So yes. please don't feel scarcity about access to these resources they will be around thank yeah. you transcription for that totally work. what a pal also thank you to Mirami for moderating the chat and doing the ama questions and also managing discord role snafus all <laughs> at the same time oh. what, like we have such an incredible team i guess the other thing i want to mention especially since you're my guest like as one of the mods is once a month we have mod appreciation day and if folks want to support the mod team anytime day or night there's our tip page on pally gg and there are 10 different people that split those tips. Even though my name is on there at the top, I give my share of the tips to my son, who's one of the content editors. So I don't yeah. actually get any of that money, the mods do. And so our, our very first mod day, I think we raised 110 or 120 US dollars for the mods to split 10 ways. Yeah. So that's cool. The folks, in, folks out of country, out of USA, don't get their share of tips until it's at least 20 US dollars because of international yes. transaction fees. So 
you've got like $12 sitting in there. You're just waiting for that other eight to roll in. We'll get there someday. But so if anyone wants to support all of the incredible team that makes this community happen, it's not me. I am not the only one. There are so many of us that work together on it. Then please do consider supporting the mods in that way. I just heard a little sound. Did we just get some sort of alert? I don't know. Maybe. It was a Ko-Fi. Someone did a (gasps) Ko-Fi. Thanks, thanks someone who did a Ko-Fi. It was so you. And yes, if you'd like to support me and the stuff that I do, this is my full-time deal. So there's also the... I'm so I'm so unaccustomed to hearing that alert go off. I didn't even know it just happened. That was so funny. <laughs> oh, very cute. Yeah, if you want to support me, I've got a Ko-Fi, I've got a Patreon. You can actually s- sign up for recurring monthly support on both Patreon and Ko-Fi. I paid for Ko-Fi Gold so that folks have that option. And the great thing about Ko-Fi is they don't take any pr- any processing yeah, fees. Once once there's a payout, like the PayPal or whatever, mm-hmm. will take the fees out. But Ko-Fi yes. itself doesn't take any. If you would like to support this work but you don't want to give twitch your money then you have options yes i think i i do appreciate it when streamers have a ko-fi or a, a non-twitch affiliated way to support them because as much as i i love finding people through twitch i don't love giving bezos my money yeah <laughs> so i don't tend to subscribe to the channels through yeah. twitch directly i will send the Kofi's or however else they have their sort of donation situation set up, like Patreons or whatever. Um, totally. Yeah. One of my friends that was here this weekend was sharing an idea that they had mm-hmm. with me about on my Patreon having some tiers that are things like, like maybe like the couple dollar tier is the, you have access to the channel where I tell you like aggressively wholesome affirmations every day. Yes, I need this. <laughs> We were joking so, about it in the Discord, and it was just like, yeah, no, that would definitely be a thing that Gender Master would do. Totally. Totally, totally. So, let's see. I, I'm meeting with that friend of mine to, like, we're going to sit down and figure it out together and brainstorm, because yeah. I consistently undervalue my offerings. I always mm-hmm. price it too low, so I need my friend to help me price it at a reasonable thing so I can actually... Mm-hmm do the thing so we're meeting on wednesday at 3 p.m pacific (laughs) we will do the thing so there may be a point later this week where the patreon gets some upgrades and there'll be fun offerings in there but you know one of one of the other ideas we've been talking about is like a almost i don't know trans life coaching or something where Mm. i have a one-on-one like 30 minute thing with you and we just talk about your trans stuff and we like brainstorm or i just tell you how great you are or whatever it is and but it's just like that one-on-one connection and that let's build you up and like problem solve together and you don't have to be alone Mm. with all the trans feels and all of that which i already do for free in the discord when i have time but if Mm. someone like definitely wants to make sure they get a piece of my time like there's a way that we could do that and we also talked about some sort of community bucket or pay it forward or something so that the those who have the means can support those who don't also having that sort of access to that one-on-one yeah. stuff. We have we also have mods around. We have great free offerings too, but just trying to yeah. trying to find ways to like offer something valuable. Yeah. So then people can support me in ways that make sense cuz like I still have to feed Nefer Kitty, you know. I still have to take her to the vet and get her teeth cleaned and whatever else I do. Yeah. So anyway, just give people the option and it's not it's people don't have to, but it's nice to have the offering. Yeah. For those who do. I know I've tried to throw money yeah. at people and they don't even have a way for me to do it. And I'm like, I just want to give you my money. Give me a way to do it, please. <laughs> yeah. I did. Uh, I think I did talk one of my streamer pals into setting up a like a, a co-file 
something so I could eat them more money. <laughs> I think I was just PayPaling them directly because I already had their PayPal from they commissioned me to make a a crochet thing. So it was just like, I'm just sending you some money now. That's so great. Have it. Yeah, yeah. My son is the same way. He keeps doing all this stuff for free. And I'm like, I love you, kid. You you have to pay off your first car. You can't keep doing all this free stuff. You can. You totally can. But also. Yeah. And Value because your he's, labor he's, and your efforts. And... Yeah. He's not 18 yet, so he can't have most of the things. So I send him, like, mm. Apple Cash or whatever, and he can spend yeah. it on whatever stuff. I don't know. So it's cute. It's cute. Yeah. I think it's so um, sweet that your family all get involved in the stream, like... It's really the tech things and it's so nice the stuff and yeah great it's so nice like my son built my streaming pc my wife built the shelf that i have all the monitors mounted on and does like a bunch of the tech moderating my my daughter is helping with some of the social media stuff which it's hard doing social media things is hard if oh, you're yeah. good at social media and you want to help me market things and post my clips on the internet, let me know. Yeah. I've got a job it for is, you. <laughs> it is hard. I think it's just having the energy to keep, you have to keep producing stuff constantly for that sort of thing. And it's just yeah. having that. Yeah. I have, I have the content. I have over 900 clips and highlights. Like I have stuff. Yeah. I just need someone yeah. to take the stuff and put words on it and the hashtags and do the thing and it's just yeah it's I've chosen to like sleep enough at night instead of do that activity on top of everything else sleep is also important it's so important (laughs) I would be terrible at everything else I'm doing if I didn't do that so yeah it's super a lot also hello son it's nice to see you I hope you're having a nice vacation and I miss your face I miss you friend I miss you I miss you my my not offspring, but child who lives in my life sometimes that I love. Oh, now oh. I'm spinning. I'm I'm spinning. back in yeah because I left my kid. <laughs> it's very sweet. Well, as a reminder for everyone, Ray has great masks so you can totally go buy. Would you like to show Let's us again? again? Yes. I like the, the rainbow one. Rainbow I want one. that. I know shipping That's here me. doesn't make any sense, but it's nice. It's so fabric. Good. They've all got fabric ties because I don't like the uh, behind the ear ones. And also, elastics have been a bit of an awkward thing to get hold of. That's the trans pride flag one. And you tie dyed it yourself. That's so cool. I did. I love that you did that. How many of those did you make? Do you have four uh, left or something? I have a few. So I have that was the only one that I've I've got fully sewed up. I've got a few that have been dyed. They just haven't been fully sewn together yet. Because I was like, I'm not going to sew them all together if they're not going to move. So if I sell more, then I'll sew them. And then this is the uh, yay rainbow space with the uh, nose wire. I can put nose wires in the other ones. I just think they fit nicer with these bendy ones. And they all mm-hmm. have little filter pockets inside. Nice. Because you put pockets um, in everything you make. I do. I do put pockets in everything I make. Mischief mustache. Uh, yeah, I've made myself like... Uh, this is like... Last year was the first time I made like actual... like practical clothing i started sewing when i started cosplaying like and then made a lot of cosplay stuff (laughs) and then decided to make like actual clothes uh, eventually which is when this shit happened and i've also got like a bunch of other things i made i did a dress i think i did a couple of skirts and a waistcoat and all sorts can people yeah. commission outfits from you? They can. I'll probably be like, I'll probably price myself way too low like you do because <laughs> I'm always just, oh, 
just pay for the fabric because fabric's expensive but yeah again it's like tricky to know how shipping abroad would go but yeah i personally would love to after i've had top surgery i would love to commission a vest because i'm still gonna have bigger hips but one of my like transition goals is to have a vest that looks really good on me and i will pay all the shipping and all the things and i'll give you money for your time and i would love to do that and just give you hundreds of dollars for my gender affirming (laughs) vest i will definitely make you a vest (laughs) and then i'll wear it on stream and tell everybody you made it yeah i made myself like a waistcoat in the uh, rainbow space fabric which is why i got it that's the coolest thing ever how are you as cool as you are i don't understand how how do you fit this much cool in one body (laughs) you must be magic (laughs) It's a fluke. <laughs> it's so great. I love it so much. Oh, everyone, this is so wonderful. Is there anything else you'd like to share with everybody before um, we go raid someone? Just be nice to each other. Love each other. It's it's like things are hard, and then the world can be hard. And us trans folks, especially, we've got to stick together and look out for each other. Because we were saying earlier, governments and establishments are still pushing us into the fringes and if we all come together and support each other and I think we could do at least help each other get through the hard times and then have the energy to fight back and win some sort of victories yeah totally if you want Ray and I to tell you how handsome slash pretty slash pransome slash good looking you are Come post your trans selfies in our Discord. Yes. And tell us which gender or genders of compliments you'd like to receive, and we will just love you up. Yeah. It's like one of my favorite pastimes is just telling people how great they look. Yeah. Oh, wow. You're so cute. That outfit looks like really amazing. You're all sparkly and nice. Hi. It's so fun. It's so fun and cute. Yay. We love affirming our trans friends. It's true. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for being an amazing being in the world. Thanks for all your support with moderating not only this community, but all the communities that you help out and support in, and for generally just being a cat about town. <laughs> oh, thank you for having me on and for being here and being awesome. And yeah, it's having other trans folk to connect with online and finding the discord and your community has been amazing and just so great yay awesome love you pal i love you too i hope you have a great rest of your week thank you you too